welcome to Radio One. Here we are in Gawley Park, the Rebel Park. And it's summer, it's Berlin, it's hot, no one sleeps. And my guest today is Ollie Iron Giant. Hello, Ollie, hello. Nice to see you, Adrian. <laughs> it's been so long. I was <laughs> it's thinking. It's been a long time, yes. Yeah, how so long do you think? 20 years? 22 possibly, years? Yeah. When did you move out here? Was that it? was in Brighton. We were yeah. living in Brighton. Well, I was living in Brighton and you're on tour. I've been on tour here, but at the moment I'm just spending a week as a bit of downtime after the whole coronavirus. I've been dying to. to travel you know so, good idea yeah, yeah and um, my friend Taylor who's a performance artist offered for me to come and live in her space and fantastic space and uh, and you've been explore. here for a week so far haven't you? I have been yeah and I had a dream with you this morning because I've been thinking about you every day and I guess it's like I said it, I think I've, I've built a little uh, shed a dream shed in yeah. my psyche for this particular moment this special awesome moment um, and I think uh, in the dream this morning we met in a church and we had an interview in a church and that okay. kind of connects me because uh, connects us perhaps yeah. I mean it was 20 years ago today when uh, I think we, we met or when we knew each other for a few years before then as, as well and actually we lived together we lived at one together. point yeah, didn't we? We did, yeah. in, in yeah. a uh, battle the battle of Trafalgar was it no, it wasn't Trafalgar it was it's, by the seafront in Brighton. It was it was a street that led to the sea and it's like the, on the border between Brighton and Hove and we lived on the top floor and I remember when he left the flat there was a like great rushing of energy that night. Whoa, <laughs> yeah. no way. Were there like shooting stars and things like that? Yeah, as I was sleeping we'd already moved everything out of the house and I remember the ceiling disappearing and there'd be and you could see the sky rushing above. Amazing, yeah. yeah I just had like to a, leave the UK Yes, yeah. my it's dream. Like a leaving of a leaving of, <laughs> of all the spirits that we conjured. <laughs> now, of course, with Brexit and everything, and yeah. the pandemic, and well, everything's in the air. It seems everything is uh, everything is uh, has an air of change about it. Everything has uh, lots of slates have been wiped clean that were there before. You it know. seems, doesn't it? Yeah. So, I've been looking you up, Ollie, on Discogs. Okay, right? yes, yeah. In fact, if you look up uh, Oliver Iron Giant on the net, there's about a million sites with, with your name on, Ollie. And, <laughs> uh, and yeah, so there's, first of all, I was going to talk about all the, there's so many bands. I've done know. a lot of um, bands since, uh, since I saw you last year, because, um, because I remember when we were, were sharing the living space, I was, uh, I was doing lots of, um, a lot of ambient drone using guitars. I've put down controlled feedback controlled on my feedback list. Controlled feedback is more yeah. accurate, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. you're, you're an artist, you were at the art yeah. college at the time. That's right. And, uh, and you were doing these gigs, which was like, um, not like, I think you were facing the audience, but I like to think that you were not facing your audience. Sometimes facing the I would and sometimes and I wouldn't, yeah. 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 Um, but that was much to do with, as you say, using feedback to create a sound world picture. A moment and and, and there's uh, when you use an extreme overdrive and fuzz to create um, create the, the feedback you obviously you, um, you turning your guitar will bring bring you uh, much different textures and um, and the pickups will will react differently to the speakers in this three-dimensional I really want to say electro harmonics here yeah Big I, fan. I, was, I was using <laughs> um, the memory man a lot I, oh, still, yeah. I still do and um, the big muff from Electro Harmonics. We're not yeah. sponsored by Electro Harmonics, but no. if you're listening, Electro Harmonics, yeah. you know, we'll get in contact with you. Okay. <laughs> anyway, but now it seems that there's like a, dare I say, heavy metalist 
sort of direction, should That's I say? That's kind of the path that I've um, ended up taking, yeah. I, I was doing um, I was doing some kind of more hardcore bands. Some, some, I, was, I was in a band called End, End the Agony with my friends Dan oh, and Jamie. Oh, oh, I don't have that on my list. Yeah, that, got... so that was an early one. Oh. Um, they both performed in a band called Cattle and Form, which was very much a hardcore band mm. um, in Brighton. Um, and when that finished, they were doing End the Agony and brought me in as bassist and vocalist. And that was kind of more like rudimentary Pinot style. Oh, I uh, used yeah. to love that. Yeah, I still yeah. love their stuff. In fact, yeah. I think they have another album out, strangely enough. I think they, I, th- I heard something about that. Yeah, yeah. They have, they're some of the best riff writers that I've ever <laughs> ever come across, but they don't like playing live. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay, okay. But, I um, guess with a name like rudimentary Pinot, yeah, maybe, but I don't know. My favourite album by, by them is called Death Church, bringing oh. back the church. Yeah. Is that the white album with like um, uh, black outlines? He's an, yeah, he's an incredible artwork. artist, yep. and uh, he'll often do very detailed, very tortured stories within pictures and pictures within pictures, and it's all done with a fine line of pen. Oh, yeah. amazing! Yeah, right. Yeah. But let's talk about you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dead witches. I've got a few band names here. Yeah. Dead witches. Astral rebirth. Sea Bastard, Gravelines, which I think is Gravelines, uh, yeah. Gravelines is my current big project. Okay, yeah. and that's there's a new album uh, fed into the Nihilist, uh, Nihilist Engine, that's I should the one. say. Yeah. 2018. Yeah. Tell us about it. Because um, it's an amazing it's a, it's title. It's a double album. And, uh, it, double album. Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> we're all from um, the Doom scene. We're all doing like pretty heavy Doom bands before, right. before Gravelines. And we, we wanted to work together after my band Sea Bastard and and oh, Wolf. Oh, yes. Yeah. We said that, yeah. They, yeah. They, they'd split up. Um, we, uh, we were kind of like somewhere between metal and hardcore, and Sea Bastard was, ah. was very much a heavy doom. Yeah. Yeah. But they're great names like Dead yeah. Witches, War Wolf. Sea bastard. Yeah. I mean, there's t-shirts. Are you wearing a, one of your own t-shirts? No, there? this is a, this is Black Sabbath Mob Rules. Oh, yeah, the producer yeah. of this album died the other day, so it's a, ah yes, a, I saw you put it up. Yeah, I think on uh, Facebook and uh, yeah, he Instagram. did many of the great rock albums around that time. So ah. yeah, it's kind of a so it's homage. a homage. Yeah. Yes, in Gawley, in Gawley Park, the Rebel Park for dogs. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to bring your dog here, it's one of the few parks in Berlin where. They roam free. Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. Amazing, <laughs> Berlin. Yeah. So I was doing Warwolf. That was a kind of a spontaneously uh, created band. Um, they were the the other two members, the rhythm section. Um, Paul was doing bass and vocals. I was doing guitar and vocals, and the Ant was doing drums. And we wrote the songs all together. They ah. their band, um, Dope Fights. Uh, Another ma- great name. Amazing <laughs> riff-based kind of very Sabbath worship band. They, they, they imploded right. very suddenly and they ah. had this flight book to Canada, to Windsor, Ontario to record um, at uh, Serafina Studios with Nick Kinnish. Ah. Um, so they just said, well, you know, we've been talking about doing a band. Should we just, uh, we've got two weeks. Should we write a, an, an album. EP or an a EP. mini <laughs> album? And we did. We got straight to work and uh, we created Riding With Demons. Oh. And then we were, and that was in the winter, dead of winter. And then we went back again in the summer and it was hotter than it is here in the park right now. It's about uh, 33 degrees at the moment. Yeah. So it has yeah. veered towards 40 degrees this week. Yeah, it was punishingly hot when we went to record the second album. Um, so, so yeah, and uh, that, that was a great band. We, we played some big festivals and stuff. And, yeah. yeah. 
and Dead Witches, who got this great a great album title, The Final Exorcism, yeah. which came out in 2019. I mean, you you don't don't seem to have stopped, Oli. I haven't. No, I'm very so this to is keep your, myself busy. This I, is your rest time. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> It's generally, uh, I generally like to have like at least one, but usually two bands going at a time at the moment. Wow, wow. <laughs> and I like to have that kind of split. So Dead Witches, um, they'd already had one album out. And um, sadly, Greg, their guitarist before, um, uh, who recorded their first album, he died. Oh. So um, I got drafted in um, ah. on guitar. And we started with a, a, um, a singer called Virginia. And um, she left before we started the second album. Um, and the drummer is Mark Greening from the from the legendary uh, Electric Wizard. He was in the uh, original um, original lineup of Electric Wizard. Um, who I was a fan of their, their work before. And when he asked me to join, things were, that they, they were in a kind of transitional time. So I started writing a lot for them. And then we got Susie, um, Susie Chameleon in on vocals. And we wrote this album and we went on tour. We came through here last year. Ah, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, was that a European tour then? So you're in Berlin, what other places did you we do? Were, we were doing a Germany tour. So we did like four dates, I think, in, in Germany. Mm. Um, so we traveled around and, and we played here at a, um, a kind of um, squat warehouse type place up over that way. In Friedrichshain, Rebelstrasse, maybe Varsha. In anyway, Friedrichshain. They've got a little cinema next door as well. Oh yes, another yeah. place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. amazing. Yeah. But was that the first time you came to Berlin, or you've been before? Um, I've toured through here before. I might have been. I think it was Sea Bastard. I, I toured through here <laughs> before. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, so um, yeah, but last time I had a bit of time. I stayed with Taylor again and went to see her perform at the, the Kit Kat Club oh, after yeah. we played. So that was a nice full full evening. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, even though we were only here for just over 24 hours. So. Right. Yeah, yeah. So we still got to experience quite a lot, but it's been so nice to spend a week here this time and, and really get my... Uh, get my nose around this yeah 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 and so what have you been doing this week then um i've caught up with a lot of old friends actually because you were looking for someone weren't you i remember yeah and i found him eventually Um, my old friend kai um he played he played in a band called sloth and he also he also is like doing a lot of a lot of ambient drone at the moment Ah. and uh, Ah. into the kind of techno side of things Ah. um but yeah he's has a very shamanistic approach to to his art and i mm. really uh i've had a strong bond with him for over like 15 years now mm. so yeah he's from the old brighton scene and right ended up moving over how uh, has brighton changed as far as the music scene is concerned because it was always very uh eclectic is the first yeah, word I that mean, comes there used to be such a vibrant noise scene there and uh and there was quite a, a quite a um like math rock or kind of like um ah i've heard of this i've heard of this thing going on can you describe what this is math um yeah it's just a kind of like um it's a genre so yeah listeners out there it's it's kind of um it's it's very wonky but like it's like you'd have really odd time signatures Ah. with the riffs and Mm. you create this really crazy crazy kind of world with it um, um but that I mean, that whole scene seemed to like uh, dissipate um and now we've got we've got a lot of heavy metal going on in brighton now 
But um, I'm living in London now, so I, I moved up to London. Oh, um, just over a year ago. Where I still, I still have, would go down to Brighton. Okay, quite a lot. okay, yeah. interesting. Because I, I also have a question about the Prince Albert connection. Yeah, and there were, you have a connection with the Prince Albert pub, I, I should say. Yeah, I managed it for over eight years. Yeah, yeah. amazing. That's yeah, what with I the, with the great Chris Stewart, who's uh, been the independent owner of it for many years. So, now. for our listeners, of course, you don't know. Maybe you'd, you may not have heard of the Prince Albert, but uh, it's very close to Brighton Station, and uh, and it it was cult bar, I think. Yeah, with, it's uh, a wonderful um, performance space upstairs. Wonderful music venue and bar. And uh, John Peel had Wire play uh, there. And Wire, amazing. Yeah, and yeah. they did a they did a like a weekend, so they'd uh, play over the weekend yeah. many times. Yeah, and we had Nina Cherry play there as well on, on our comeback, <laughs> uh, so some secret shows. And Yeah, it's, it's a legendary place. I used to live next door to there before I moved into the place where yeah. we lived in on the seafront. Um, I lived uh, in the, it would have been a Jewish uh, gentleman's clothes shop next door. Oh, and yes, it was, yeah. And the manager was the previous manager of the Prince Albert pub. Yeah. Uh, I remember, and uh, and it was haunted. It's a very, very haunted pub. Yeah. It's the most haunted building I've ever been in. Yeah. Okay, yeah. then we can talk a little bit. Maybe I should also say that um, that I did a naked dance performance in the basement on top of the pool table once. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. someone said that there was the ghost of two girls or young okay, yeah. sisters or something. Yeah, I've heard about this What's one. What's that? Yeah. What's that story? I experienced Apart from my story. a lot. <laughs> cough, cough. I experienced a, a number of different entities in in the Albert, oh. much more than I've exper- experienced anywhere else. Um, I think the first thing that I noticed was like a couple of nights into working there, I'd put all the stools up on the in the venue on the benches, mm. and we were all sitting down to have a have a drink and a cigarette after after our shift. Then we had this massive bang, and like the, one of the stalls had been thrown into the middle of the um, the dance area or the, the the audience area in the venue. Right. That was the first thing. That's on the first floor, isn't it? I think, yeah. As I remember. Yeah. 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 Um, and then there's this other thing that happens when the, whenever there's an electrical storm, where the door to the cellar, which is locked and bolted, will yeah. unlock itself and unbolt itself during the electric storm and they're open. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, that happened a few times. Yeah, that happened twice. Um, the ice, whilst I was there, and, and I was told about it happening another couple of times, um, because that was obviously something that needed to be locked up. That's yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. Um, and then there's the footsteps that appear down the stairs, coming oh. down the stairs into the main bar when, when everything is quiet and you can hear the footsteps and sometimes see feet, but nothing, disembodied feet, which Amazing. is, I think, linked to the to the girls. Ah, yeah. so you have heard about the girls. I mean, it was yeah. a story that we were told, but... Yeah, it got passed on to me as well. Yeah. But the, the most, the most uh, foreboding thing that I had... Uh, <laughs> Saving the best of yeah, last. Yeah, um, this, and I don't often feel... Com- complete dread when I come across something that's supernatural but one time it was a Friday night and it was so busy as busy as you get yep. for the Prince Albert mm. and I was rushing downstairs to change a barrel and it's in the kind of state of mind where you would not be spooked by anything it's just like go 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 yep. <laughs> <laughs> and there I was like uncoupling the barrel and I felt this kind of buzz around the back of my neck and I looked over to the door and I saw this fuzzy shape very clear but fuzzy around the edges it was black ah. and it moved 
wow. from and moved across the doorway into to where the the hatch goes where you get you get your beer deliveries mm. from and it felt so terrifying mm. that I just ran straight back upstairs without changing the beer and everyone was, was like you look like you've just seen a ghost I was like <laughs> yes <I> am, <laughs> I, I am very terrified um, but yeah that's an unusual reaction for me and it is it's something to do with the nature of the, the entity ah. the phantasm yeah so you you're sensitive to this would you say another but other people also picked up on it in the uh, Prince um, Albert I don't think it's particularly because I'm sensitive to it I mean I think I think uh, a lot of people in there have yeah. been, uh, yeah. Yeah, because I think I remember the old manager Witness. also talking about it. Because yeah. our house next door to this, which was, there was the Hertz garage and then our, the That's house right, was yeah. next door. And then they started doing some uh, big renovations and then strange stuff started going on yeah. in the house. I um, just felt stuff, but uh, my girlfriend at the time said she saw things. And mm. uh, so, yeah, it's, a, it's an odd sort of area to be in but yeah I know the bar was definitely definitely had uh, these kind of uh, I want to say advent adventures things things that were going on bumps in the night yeah and yeah stuff. yeah it's, it's a place of many many phantasms I'd say I know yeah. that Captain Sensible was used to frequent the place yeah, quite yeah. a lot and uh, a lot of other well-known sort of people for you young'uns out there Captain Sensible look up the damned you know um, yeah, a great old goth <laughs> band, and he used to be a big fan of Terminal Outputs, which is a um, oh, yeah. which is an improv duo that I did with my friend Dallas, ah. a, a Canadian. He lives back in Vancouver Island now, but ah. we were a crazy guitar feedback type band mm. along the lines of Glenn Branca, Sonic Youth. But like he loved he loved to come in to watch us play at the Free Bar, or great, the, or the Albert. You know, all so. these names, all these memories coming back. Yeah. And uh, John Peel was, uh, I think. On the side of the That's Prince right. Albert pub, yeah, yeah. there is this collage. They, yeah, they did a, a mural of him, and then eventually there's so many, so many of our heroes dying. Yes. <laughs> we made a made a massive uh, mural on the wall. It was yep. done by uh, by Rec, R E Q, um, a local graffiti artist. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, look up John Peel as well. Yeah, he was uh, the DJ of our youth, wasn't he? Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, on uh, on Radio One. Um, BBC Radio One. Yep. Yeah. And he was responsible for launching the careers of countless, countless artists. Yeah. Um, the Fall, etc., etc. Absolutely. What can I say? Yeah. Did you ever write to him? People no, would, but I, people used, to, send their I used to tape his radio shows. Me too. Through, yeah, yeah. Especially when there was a session on. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, going back to Brighton and how it's changed, like there's a really <laughs> vibrant metal scene there now at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, but also there's there's lots of things that aren't, aren't part of a scene and uh, my friend Nick Hudson is in a band called um, Academy of Academy of Sun and they're a great they're, name yeah, again. yeah wow you guys and, and he, <laughs> he's created uh, with his band a, 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 an immense gothic almost pop very esoteric um, album um, built around sigils and rituals and oh. there's even a song about um, okay. Countess Bathory on that oh. and I think you'd like it very much <laughs> um, so so yeah he's his he's released this double album called The Quiet Earth with Academy of Sun and I would highly recommend anybody that's into esoteric or gothic stuff to get into that I mean this program is just so full of uh, research you know mm -hmm. if you want to find out about new stuff and or and old stuff as well and classic sort of things so how would you define heavy metal 
It's probably been it's, asked to you so many times, it's, Ollie. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's something that was born out of heavy rock and something that became a lot more kind of like um, drawn to the darker things and drawn to like satanic imagery and stuff. But I feel like I've always been making heavy music, whether it be improv stuff or heavy shoegaze stuff or whatever I've been up to, it's always been heavy. And that's that slowly pushed me into the, the metal side of things, which is uh, obviously heavy in, in nature and concept. Does it come from a William Burroughs book, Heavy Metal, yes, originally? Yes, it does, it does, yeah, you're, you're right. Vaguely yeah. remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he, um, I think he termed a lot of, um, a lot of phrases um, to do with music, like punk, mm. uh, I think that comes from him. Mm. And I think grunge might come from him as well. Mm. But yeah, Bur <laughs> Burroughs was uh, quite the character. <laughs> he should be on the side of uh, the Prince Albert pub as well. Yeah, maybe. he but should be, uh, yeah. along with uh, Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> okay. I really want to come to tattoos as well. This is a tattoo part of the uh, interview. Okay, and, awesome. Uh, I, and have I, a, I have a new, uh, I have a new addition I to my hand. I was going to say, on your right hand, you have a, this amazing sort of, look how, just a skull. It's, it's a, a skull, skull it? yeah. Yep. Um, and it's brand new. It's brand new, and I got it here in Germany two days ago from my dear friend Benjamin Moss, who works at Apocalypse Tattoos. And, mm. uh, if you've not been to Apocalypse Tattoos, it's, um, it's a beautiful shop to start with. Um, he's created this amazing um, dark gothic atmosphere in there and it, the, the ceilings are like uh, somewhere between cathedral and cave nice. um, which he's built himself and then he's got this amazing giraffe skull on the wall lots of human skulls around and oh. yeah it's a, it's a beautiful shop and he works out with a, a couple of other ta very talented tattooists but um, I met Benjamin um, for the first time when we went to Black Metal Festival which was uh, a kind of regathering of a lot of the, the black metal um, artists from the 90s um, right. uh, curated by uh, my friend Yannicka who's also a tattoo artist in Bergen and yeah and Benjamin's one of the people that I met there and we've had a very very good friendship ever since and met in Bergen Norway a couple of times and, and in London right. and um, it was a great opportunity to catch up with him he saw that I was in in Berlin and it was like let's do something I've got the tattoo for <laughs> let's you let's do a skull <laughs> yeah. and he's very good at doing this very um, very kind of abstract approach and most of my other tattoos are by a guy called Phil Kyle who is also friends with Benjamin so and the right, friend of mine. right arm here there's uh, what does that look that looks like a there's wolves there's wolves. there's a grim reaper there's an eye there, uh, yeah, triangle got eye. Tony Iommi of Black Sabbath, there's the Sphinx. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Pentagrams, bath baphomets. Yeah. I'm not going to ask you to take your clothes off in the middle of Gawley Park because no one will even bother. <laughs> I've anything. got a one metre wolf down this side, done by Phil Kyle as well. <laughs> um, on my chest, mm. I have, I have a, oh, a, yes. a, a Death's Head Hawk Moth and. Uh, and uh, crow. So, yeah, Which was the first tattoo? It was this one with the uh, with the Grim Reaper on my, ah. on my arm, and, and, and it's very close to my most recent one. Yes, as well. indeed, they're <laughs> connecting. Enough. But uh, yeah. uh, why did you have your first tattoo? Um, it was born out of my friendship with um, with Phil Kyle, and he was he was famous for um, for doing uh, London Inc. The first uh, first of those types of shows where they. And they kind of like worked with tattoos on the TV. I never saw, I never saw an episode of it. But we became very good friends when he opened his shop in 
Brighton mm. and out of our friendship was born uh, kind of uh, going for drinks and deciding what we would do the next day <laughs> <laughs> and he and he has a great love of um, heavy stuff as well and he was uh, he championed sea bastard and we together we put out the right the records on vinyl and stuff mm. so we've had a great working relationship he lives in Brittany in France now and he's oh. uh, he's got um, magnum opus tattoos out there um, and I might be going to visit him soon on the ferry fantastic in Saint-Malo yeah yep. yeah yeah, hopefully things are, I mean, you're here in Berlin, so it is possible to travel. It's been my first opportunity to do so, and it was quite easy to come here. Um, so, yeah, I was just dying to get out of England, and like, uh, there's a very paranoid kind of feel in London at the moment, and it's not really come back to life because well, there's no commuters coming into work because yeah. they're working from home. And uh, We should say no it's 2020, and yeah. it's the year of... Uh, the pandemic the dreaded no. coronavirus yeah. indeed and london's a lot more locked down still oh. now than berlin is berlin feels a lot freer and easier yes we were lucky i think things were dealt with in a mature way much lower cases yep here and they're on the rise again in england i've noticed whilst i've been away so i'll be going back into something that might be more resembling a harsher lockdown as well so I should just stay really <laughs> yes please, please do Ollie. you're welcome anytime to berlin thank you gawley park yeah uh, just to uh, finish off uh, what are your plans then more albums, so, more bands, more tattoos, more... Yeah, well, with, um, during lockdown, I've done a lot of recording of um, pieces of music, of, of riffs, and and I don't like to embellish on them too much before I introduce them to the band. So at the mm. moment, I'm working very heavily on Graveline stuff. Right. So the next Gravelines album's being brought together now, now that we can rehearse together out of a lot of material that I've written over over the lockdown period mm. and I've also been working with my friend Pete Hambly um, on his canal boat and we've been doing something very much more like Sonic Youth so, oh, but we don't we don't we haven't settled on a name yet but we're we might be working with Jamie Oliver from UK subs on drums oh, so, I was yeah. gonna say it's not Jamie Oliver the cook no 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 <laughs> he's, a, he's a very famous drummer though this uh, this Jamie Oliver yeah Sorry, um, Jamie. so yeah <laughs> yeah I've been working on a lot of music over lockdown and I felt like I hadn't done as much as I could but I've definitely uh, <laughs> now I've been introducing it to the band it's uh, definitely uh, I've definitely done enough yeah <laughs> <laughs> Ollie thank you very much thank for, you Adrian uh, lovely joining to see you again. Uh, me here uh, for Radio on Berlin in Gorlitzer Park here the former Gorlitzer Bahnhof and uh, look forward to another interview when you're here again. When I next visit, yeah. So lovely to see you again, Adrian. And you. And, uh, and as you said before, Gravelines, the double album, fed into the Nihilist engine, is uh, out now. Look it up, as well as all the other things in this programme. You can also look up the information on www.radioonberlin.com. Thanks for listening. Have a good day.